and welcome. This is Pastor Deborah, Agape Love, Love is Here Ministry. And this is the introduction to the webcams, to all the videos, and I wanted to introduce you to me before you got started. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what the webcam series are going to be about. I wanted to let you know that the first series uh, it's going to be a rediscovery series. And as we travel through and we learn and grow, there'll be more and more series of rediscovery. I want to let you know that I'm in a pattern. I have been highly trained and educated, and I am coming to you as a partner and ally of the most highest and mightiest general there ever is, Agape Love. I like to use the analogy that in World War II, in order to set millions and millions and millions of people free, an entire continent, nations, and resources, and the next generations and the next generations, it took allies and partners from many, many nations, highly trained in many different areas, all coming together for one purpose, to set people free. Free people cannot stand the thought of other human, humans and humanity being in bondage and slavery and can't get free. So I serve under a general, Agape Love, Love is Here. Agape Love is the most powerful general there ever is. It will take you beyond all borders, through every nation. It doesn't need any papers. It travels in a world that most people don't understand nor see. I am sort of a resistance fighter, an underground fighter. But I'm also out in the open, a teacher. And these videos on webcam are going to be teaching lessons. There will be many different series that will come along to help you. And I hope that you enjoy them and that you get to know me and you get to know yourself, and you get to know others. So enjoy the webcam videos. Some of them have different lengths, but the main goal of each one is to bring hope and encouragement to you, the person that you have not yet met, the person that has been hidden from most of yourself, but not from others. And to help you discover that there is more to you than you know. And because I am a trained fighter, and I work very closely with Agape Love, we're going to be doing some, setting some things free. If you've ever watched any of the World War II stories, and how Europe was invaded, some of the countries invited the people in. Some people welcomed. Other people did not have a choice. And yet, they all ended up in the same place, bondage, to something that was more powerful, more vicious, and tormenting, and vexing. So here we are. Since humanity began, we have had problems in our hearts and our minds, feelings and our emotions, and boy, we have tried to figure it out, 
And there's a good article, uh, a video that you can watch called Equal Partners. Because a lot of us don't understand what is going on with us. Why do all the problems that we all want to solve and live in peace and harmony and have a wonderful life, why can we not solve them? There are so many smart and intelligent people all over the world in every nation going to school, learning, trying everything they know how to help humanity. Their hearts are so wonderful that they love and they don't like to see anybody hurting and vexed and tormented. And they're trying with every ounce of knowledge they have to figure it out. And there's resistance fighters such as me that we know you have to have something stronger than what we know. Throughout history, most of humanity believed in a connection to a higher power. And that higher power was a loving higher power. And it wanted to help us. And it wanted to touch us and caress us and be a part of our lives. Well, somehow, things got messed up. And we no longer really invite a higher power into our lives to help us. And we have turned mainly to other ways, which is working some. We are getting some results. But this enemy that's unseen that continues through thousands and thousands of generations doesn't seem to end. The war is never solved. There's little breaks every now and then, but it goes on. Everybody's asking the question, how do I stop it? How do we end this unseen war that attacks us, that attacks our children and our loved ones? How can we find peace? How can we get along with each other? And yet there's no answers. Humanity seems to be trapped in bondage and slavery to unseen enemies that it cannot see or hear, doesn't believe in. So it has no answers. And we all put along trying to figure it out. We're trying so hard. Every nation is trying. Every educated person, every mama, every father, everybody. We even got dogs and animals trying to help us and love us and support us. All of our spiritual leaders are trying to help us. We're all trying to be free. And we're trying to get somewhere, but we don't know where. And we don't know how to get there. So I'm here through these videos to help you. I am a special person. As I said, I'm a resistance fighter. I go undercover. I travel in that unseen world, unseen realm. I also travel in the natural realm. And I live in a home. And I do a lot of other things. But I am a soldier in a war as an ally, desiring that many others come along with a God to help set people free in every nation, an unseen invader that has set up, entrenched itself, embedded, entombed itself in our lives, whether it's in our spirit, our soul, or our physical body. And it rules us and reigns us and torments us into deep slavery and bondage. And we don't know how to get free. So hopefully 
these webcams will begin to give you hope that there is freedom and to rediscover ways that have been long forgotten so that we can come together as allies and partners in a world war that crosses every nation, every boundary, and we can defeat this enemy that has tormented humanity since its beginning. And we will learn how to fight back, how to resist. We'll know it when it shows up, and we know what its goals are. So enjoy all the webcams. I hope to get better at this. This is kind of new to me. I'll still keep making the videos, and if you want to email me or contact me, you are welcome to. My email address is Pastor Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at agapeloveishere.org. You may link to me on LinkedIn at Pastor Deborah, Love is Here. There are some videos on there. Also, you may, I'm on Twitter under Pastor Deborah. Love is here. I also have a YouTube channel called Hidden Kingdoms. There's a lot of videos there. I'm all also on four different podcast platforms. I think it's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Intune. So if you have an Alexa or something, you can ask for Pastor Deborah. There are some uh, audios you can listen to. And also, I have the website www.agapeloveishere.org I'm already currently in partnership with people in Nepal and Kenya, Philippines, and here in America. And if you wish to call me on the phone, text me. Now, I do not have a smartphone, so I'm not up there yet. Uh, at 1-850-501-5040. That is Central Time in the United States of America, Pensacola, Florida, which happens to be about three hours east of New Orleans. Beautiful beaches, kind of hot right now. But been here a long time, and I am learning how to do this webcam stuff. So hopefully I'll get better, and I will be able to teach better for you. So enjoy each video, and please feel free to email me with questions. I'll get back to you. We got a war to win and people to set free. You are invited to become an ally, a highly trained soldier, and a partner with the mightiest general there ever is, Agape Love, and help set people free. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah. Hello. Welcome again. This is Pastor Deborah, and this is another webcam teaching on spiritual education of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries. I'd like to welcome you today. Uh, we are going to talk about a wonderful, wonderful subject, something that is not taught very much in the faith-based communities and it's not spoken of very much anywhere except maybe in the worldly realm that we all know as the world but this is the topic that was given to me and to many other people 
and it helps us to understand who we are, where we came from, how we are to govern ourselves, with ourselves, and in relationships to other people here on planet Earth. As in the last webcam, I talked about some things, and I talked about how the human, a spiritual being, man, not a gender, not a sex, inside of dirt, humus, covering, clothes, was a spiritual being that came to the planet and it had life. But it had fallen due, some, due to some help and due to ignorance. And that being that was to be the ruler, the reigner, the one with all the power and authority on earth, fell into darkness and ignorance. And it became just the tail of its soul. And it had to go wherever the soul went. And it was now dependent upon the soul. And the soul was dependent on the physical body and its senses. And we learned uh, some of the conditions of that fall and that that was not the original state and the original design and the original nature and the original purpose for this wonderful creation called the spirit being. I like to call him the forever person. He's the one that when most of us pass on from this earthly life, that we're all hoping makes it somewhere, some gates are opened up, and they find a wonderful place of peace and love, and they're out of all their pain and torment, and life is good. Many other people discover this part of themselves, of their three-part system of spirit, soul, and physical body, if they have a near-death experience. And that can come in many ways. It can come in the hospital, in somebody's home, and they discover that some part of them leaves their physical body. And they have another set of eyes and another body and another mind, and they're looking down on a physical body that looks like them. And then the heart gets started back and they, this part of them gets back in their body and they have some memories but they don't know exactly what it is. Not sure who to talk to about it because you could be considered mentally ill, hallucinating or having delusions if you talk to some people about this. Other people discover this world through drugs, trauma, abuse, and then some people do purposely seek it. They meditate, they look into flames, they have family ancestry connections to that world, and they move in that world. But today's lesson is going to be about the kingdom within. Now that is the kingdom within is the kingdom that was in to be in every human that came to planet earth and it was to be a wonderful system from an off-planet country territory 
So you alien guys who believe that there were extraterrestrials who came to planet Earth are absolutely correct. You have been looking and you are absolutely correct. So this kingdom was a, number one, a government. It was a system that had laws, rules, it had consequences, it had things that were there for your protection. Uh, and where did this government come from? It came from the very heart of the one who created us, who created the human spirit, and had been ruling for a long, long time in an unseen world. And he actually took out of himself, which is another teaching, a lot that I do on a section on Agape Love, Love is Here, called Storytime. It's talking about the one who had decided to step out of his lonely closet of just being himself. Now this one who had the government where? Inside of himself because he had to rule himself first because he had to be the first blueprint, original design, the original image and nat nature that he was to create all of creation for. So in the different story time stories, they're taught in the Garden of Eden, which is exactly where we are right now, and all the living creatures are here, and anyone who wants to come and visit and take class are here. So this one had lived a lifetime, so to speak, whatever that is to him, because he was eternal, within himself with thoughts and ideas and hopes and dreams, but he was almost as a pregnant female that we know on planet Earth, full of life, wanting to give birth to that life of many different things, because he had a vast imagination. And we see it in the creatures and the kingdoms down here, the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom, the creatures in the deep sea, all the different kinds of insects and bugs and flowers. Well, that came from somewhere. So all of those things were inside of him. And he got it organized. He wanted to share it. He wanted to breathe it out, birth it into this vastness of nothingness. But he knew that he also had to have laws. There had to be a governmental system, structure, that would govern everything. From the laws of nature, the we might call it instincts of animals, to down to the nuclei, down to the atoms, the neutrons. Everything had to have a government, a system of authority, dominion, control, that that thing, whatever it was, was to live by. And if it did not live by that, by this government that it was given on the inside, a lot of us know this government when we talk about the instinct of animals. Nobody teaches it how to have babies. 
how to nurse, how to eat, how to sleep, when to sleep. Nobody teaches it anything, and we call that natural instinct. We're not taught how to poop. We just naturally poop. We're not taught that we need to sleep. We just fall asleep. And inside a human, there are instinctual responses and chemicals. We call it the fight or flight syndrome. We naturally grow. We naturally desire water and food. We naturally desire sleep. And we definitely all naturally desire companionship, relationship, and connection with things. Where did all that come from? It came as a government inside of each nature, each thing that was created. The weather has its own government system that it must follow. As we know, there's a government over nature. There's a government over our body system. If we don't eat, bad things happen, consequences. So everything came with an internal government system. Now that internal government system, set of rules, we might want to call it instincts, have different levels, but it came from the one. The one already had to have this within himself. And he had to put that nature, that government, inside of everything. And he set it into motion when he breathed out birth creation. Some people call that breathing out, that birthing, the Big Bang. Well, they're exactly right. When life and light hit the vastness of nothingness, darkness, there is a big explosion. There's loud noises. We know when a baby's born, they cry. Sometimes it's messy with water and blood. There's a lot of action going on. It's a big event. And so the same thing happened with all of creation. But when we know when a baby is born, even an animal or human or whatever, even cells in our body or genes or viruses, everything has a government system, rules and laws it operates by. Because that was given to it from the very beginning. Number two, this government had a governor and a teacher. Now in some parts of, we'll say, life, the animals and the plants, they were not given that governor. But they were given helpers inside of a plant who tells it what to do down in the earth? Who tells it to send out the roots to gather water? How does it know that it needs water? How does it know to push up through some darkness stuff? Does it even know what the dirt is? How does it know to reach up and then point its limbs, its face to the sun? How does it know that? Because a government... But inside that government, the plant had a helper. 
we might call it instinct, natural, whatever, but that's how it was. Animals are the same way. The weather. Everything has a government and was given a teacher and a governor. Now a human, a spiritual being, covered by dirt, humus, human, had a governor. He came with this being. It was breathed into him when it was just clay. And when it came in, I want to show you what it looked like. I have an example. This is a light, a heart, if you can see it. And inside is a light. And this is what the spirit being looked like with the governor inside. The spirit being was originally very crystal clear, had a lot of jewels, rubies, and emeralds, but the light that was inside, the governor, who brought the government with him into the very spirit being. Maybe you can see it. Okay. That governor was like this light inside of our spirit being's deepest part of us. The governor, he is vital. He came when life was breathed into us. Sort of when an egg and a sperm get together, some point, something happens inside where nobody can see. They, I think they can watch it now on microscopes. Something starts beating. They call it the heartbeat. What kick-started it? Where did they get the power, the energy source? What battery was it, cables was it att uh, attached to? Got the answers? So, the kingdom that was within came with a governor who was also a teacher. And that governor brought with it the kingdom itself. It carried on it the rules, the laws, the nature, the character, the culture, the language with it. So that it could be a teacher to this newly born spirit being that comes into the world. We all needed help. The spirit being needed help. It was a baby. It needed teachers and tutors. It needed to learn. It needed to grow. It needed to be in class. So in order to help it, the one that's in the story time sent a governor into the very deep heart of the spirit of this tripart being. And inside the governor, this is what he would do. 
he would shine his light, speak a word, give a revelation to the inside of the spirit. That light would hit crystals and jewels, and they would then transmit that. If you've ever seen a pyramid with white light hitting it, the white light will hit the, the crystal. An array of colors comes out that we didn't know was in the white light. And that's because they were of another realm. So the governor is inside. His purpose was to shine. That means give revelations, talk to, teach, tutor, how? Spirit language. The spirit knows what it's doing. How come you sometimes just know something? Well, this governor who came when the spirit being was first created, came with him. And he was there implanted deep, embedded deep inside. And he would shine the light. He would be a warm, comforting helper, mother, give reassurance, anchor to the spirit. The spirit had, we'll just say, was maybe had all kinds of crystals and things. And the light would shine out, and a light shining is a form of speaking, re revelation. And the little crystals would receive it on the inside. And then within the crystal, a whole bow of rain colors of colors of the rainbow would explode. And if they would be food, and it would be energy, and it would be chemicals, and it would be whatever these little guides, we'll call them cells, needed to grow. Now the cells at that time didn't really know the governor. Because when a baby is first born, it doesn't know anything. It doesn't know that it even exists. doesn't know anything. And it is 100% dependent upon somebody talking to it, caressing it, helping it, cleaning up its messes, teaching it, speaking to it, singing to it, spelling to it, teaching everything. So the little spirit inside of a human was the same way. Because the creator, the one, had already had a a problem years ago. He had created a whole realm, we call it the spirit realm, and when he created those beings, they sort of came right on out of his womb as full adults. They had full knowledge. They had a light of their own. He spoke directly to them. They did not need the governor. They had full knowledge, full awareness, full-grown adults. They knew the laws, they knew the constitution, they knew the consequences, they knew everything. They were full of this knowledge. Now they still had free will, and probably most of them obeyed, except a few didn't. And one of them, we hear about it, some fallen angel. And he got started as Lucifer, which means son of the morning. So he was a creature that his whole body was diamonds and rubies and sapphires, every beautiful jewel you could imagine. So when this one would speak or wanted to sing, 
It came out from the inside of this cherubim, who was a very powerful archangel who covered things, protected things. He had about one-third of these beings who he was responsible for to shepherd and keep in line. So when the one would speak or sing, it would go, it would come out from inside of Lucifer. And then the rays of the rainbow and light glistening and stuff would shine out through all of his beautiful jewels of his body. And the light was so brilliant. You can see it sometimes in the sunsets, the sun rises. You can see the vastness and the rainbow, the colors, the glistening, the, the sparkles. Well, this one particular guy, that was his job. He was like a megaphone. He was a loudspeaker. He was the communication system. He was sort of the, the thing that the light traveled on to get the message out to other creations. Well, the light was so beautiful, grandeur, glorious, powerful. And what this guy started doing with full knowledge of who he was and where his place was in this kingdom, this government, he started turning and looking at himself, seeing the glory and the beauty that was coming out of him. And he started believing that the light was his, that this glory and this beauty was actually coming from him. And he wanted everything that went with that ownership. He wanted the glory and the praises. He wanted the authority. He wanted to sit on the big high throne. He wanted everybody to love him for who he was. And to obey him, he wanted, to, because he, it's called the pride of life. He looked at himself. He got deceived because the brightness of the glory of the light blinded him. That that was really somebody else's light. And he was just, we'll call it a servant, a vessel of that light. And he had a place. And if he stayed in his place with the right heart, then the kingdom would be so powerful and glorious and he would have done his job that he was created to do. But that didn't work out. Because when you have a gift, but it's not yours, it will blind you if, and you will start looking at it and believing that it is you yourself and you deserve more, a better place than where you are. A lot of entertainers, a lot of sports people, they have wonderful gifts of song, physical abilities, dance, movie actors, politicians. They all believe they have these gifts of entertainment, beautiful voices, uh, being able to speak to people, uh, play sports. And they get a lot of accolades and hand claps and awards and a lot of them become very famous, and they get paid lots of money, and somewhere along the line, most of them forget it was just a gift. They had it when they were born. It wasn't theirs, and they misused it, 
and their heart got deceived and they fell into pride. And in another teaching, I'll take the Lucifer a little farther on what happened to him. When we get to that point where we look at ourselves and believe that we, this light, this glory coming out of us, is ours, it's coming through us, but it is for other people. And we are to be very responsible with that and carry that in humility, but always know who it really belongs to. But this guy Lucifer didn't do that, and he got trouble, and he was the instrument that was used down here on planet Earth to help the brand new little spirit baby, man, fall from his high place. So, the spirit being that came to planet Earth, man, had a governor. When he got breathed the spirit of life, with that came the governor. He brought light, which is knowledge. He brought the government of the kingdom the governor was from. We learn a lot about government and governors and kingdoms in the earthly world. We see it a lot in the ancient empires. When an ancient empire, Rome was very good at this. They had tried going and conquering territory, taking all the people back, but you had to care for them and stuff. Rome found out how to do it. You leave the people in place. You send a governor. Pontius Pilate in the Bible was one of those. You also send about 300 soldiers to maintain the peace, keep everybody in order. And then what you do is you teach that foreign land what the rules are of the kingdom through the governor so that you will change, be transformed from whatever you were Whatever beliefs and concepts, faith you had, whatever your customs were, your food, that all gets changed by the governor. He brings with him the Roman Empire. You learn how to be a Roman. You learn the Roman customs. Uh, many people will tell you when they grew up, as especially in the Caribbean, when the uh, these slaves were brought over to work the plantations. They came from Africa. Not all of them, but most of them. Well, they had African culture in them, African language, dress. They ate African foods. But when they got brought over by whatever country, France, Spain, England, Portugal, and they were put on an island, there was a governor there. And that governor's job through 300 soldiers and people that ran the government system, the laws, the prisons, the jails, the schools. Their job was to take these people and change them and change their language. If you were an African, you were going to learn French. You were going to learn about the French history. You were going to learn how to eat French foods and you were going to dress like the people dress in France. If you were on an island where England had the, t the rightful rule. You're going to learn British history, all about the kings and queens, and you're going to eat British food and drink 
tea and you're going to dress as the king and the queen do. Because you are to reflect so when the king or queen, that's a territory of that kingdom. And so you change, you transform. And that's the job of the governor to change a person into the government of the home country, the homeland. So the spirit man originally got a governor who was a teacher. And he was working, as I showed you, deep inside of the spiritual being's heart. Deep in there. Telling this little guy, this little spirit being, who he was, where he came from, helping it to learn how to be who he's supposed to be, who his father and mother was, what the rules of that government is and that territory, where is its homeland, and what it was supposed to do here on planet Earth. So the governor was inside. Just Now we see that, as I told you, in the earthly world, and it's sort of a symbol and example of what's happening on the inside. Number three, the kingdom within had a culture. It had a nature. When the governor came, he is the representative of the kingdom that he came from. So down in the Caribbean, or anywhere in America anywhere, when a kingdom came into a land, the job of that people that came, there was always a governor there, was to change the people, the land, into an exact duplicate of the homeland. So if the king ever came to an island in the Bahamas, he would think he was in England. The roads were the same way. The people wore the same kind of clothes. You had the same kind of food. The weather would be a little different. People talked the language of the king. They ate the food of the king. They learned the customs of the kingdom. They learned the culture, the history. So what they had started as, maybe Africans or something else, Chinese, that's all gone. Because they're now under the government of a new kingdom. So inside of the spirit being, when it was born, comes into planet Earth, originally in the first one, which we called Adam, which meant dark earth covering the spirit being, he had a governor. It's called the spirit of life. And the government came, and the governor came, and with the governor came the culture and the nature of its father and mother, its creator, of the kingdom where it came from, and the governor's job inside the spirit being was to help teach and tutor this baby spirit, to help him learn and develop into, learn all about, and learn how to live in the culture and the nature of his homeland. Well, he's not in the homeland. He's on earth. 
the homeland was far away. Like if you were a Roman, if you were a country, we'll say France, Germany, Rome conquered you. But you weren't in Rome. But you learned all about Rome. And you had soldiers there to help you maintain that rules and the laws and everything else. And as long as you followed all the rules that Rome set for you, and the governor was there, and he was the one that if you broke the rules, he's going to judge you, and you weren't going to be punished by your culture's rules, you're going to be punished by the rules of the kingdom that was over you, that had conquered you. And so that's... Ancient history shows us this pattern and why most of the nations had kingdoms and kings and governors. They had some distant memories of what it was supposed to be and how it was supposed to happen. But it got way off due to the fall. And the second part of us, our soul, made things really bad for What's the culture and the nature of this kingdom, this government? Well, if we look in the earth, if you went to study Spain or France, England, every country has a culture. It has a language. It has laws. It has how you communicate within the system it has language a lot of culture means your dress means what you eat uh, how you work uh, what fun is so the culture we all know what it is was inside the governor to teach us when we were babies what the culture of this homeland was that we were not at we were like born somewhere but we were connected to something else and we needed somebody to tell us what it was like back home so we could be raised up and we would represent that culture wherever we were and with the governor came the nature the essence the character what was the heart the spirit being's character. What were its purposes? How was it to do what it was to do? A lot of us now are trying to see our nature isn't very good. It seems to be very evil, unloving, very selfish and corrupt, and those are all natures. But that wasn't the original nature of this kingdom we were to have. It was called love, joy, and peace. Compassion and mercy. Willing to die yourself for somebody else. It was based on the foundation of agape love. Love for your creator and love for your neighbor. That was the nature. Well, that got all messed up when we fell. And another nature by that guy named Lucifer, who had become a traitor to that 
homeland, the kingdom, and he took on an evil nature, rebellious, independent, lusting, murdering, killing. There's no love in him. And so his nature became the fallen spirit man's nature. And then he raised us with his governors. And they taught us. And they shaped us. They conceived us. They transformed us into his kingdom. And we were put under, the spirit being was put under, the laws of satanic kingdom. It's called darkness. We see it all, all over the world. We wonder how could humans do such horrible things to other humans? Why is money more important than things? Why could we hurt the oceans and pollute it and pollute the air? Why do we do such horrible things to the earth, to the animals? Because that is the nature of Satan, which means adversary of God. That means everything that this higher power this creator is, this guy named Satan is against it. If this one, this creator, is merciful, this guy named Satan and his kingdom is not merciful. If the source of love is this one, well then Satan will become the source of hate. Me and me alone. So now we have that going on. and But the culture is very important because it's deep on the inside with thoughts, concepts, beliefs, ideas. It's the condition of the soul. It's the government the soul operates under. And the spirit, most spirits that are in that culture with Satan. And not yet having the culture and the governor of the ones. Their spirit is very dark. There's light in there. But the little diamonds and stuff are just jet black. And there is light, but it ain't pretty light. And it can't shine out. And the whole spirit's just black. Now, it is light to it, but it gets used to living in that dark. So that's another area we have to really look at. And you can detail what kingdom somebody is operating in on the inside by looking at their behaviors, their thoughts, their concepts, their ideas, their attitudes, their character, and their nature. Now what you're really looking at is the soul part of them and not the spirit. And until you become very spirit conscious and you are able to see the difference, you're mainly just talking to the soul. Now, number four. The kingdom within had power. It had authority. And it had rulership. The spirit was given the governor. He was to teach and train up this young spirit and tell it who it was and what it was to do down here. From early days, it was to tell it was a king. You are in the image and the likeness of your creator, the one. And he's a king. Now you're, you're down here. 
And he wants you to learn how to rule and reign and have power over what? Everything. Because the spirit part of us is the king. And it was to be able to speak to every earthly thing and every spiritual thing and have complete control, rulership, dominion over it. Whether it's a good angel, which some of them you're not, because they work directly for the one, you're supposed to have authority over Satan and his kingdom. Over all the viruses and bacteria, this was years ago, I read a book, don't even remember the name of it, because I was learning how to do deliverance and spiritual diseases and sicknesses and how to heal people. And I read the book, and at the end of it, I go, I don't remember anything. But the one thing I was supposed to know and remember was I had authority as a spiritual being from the kingdom within over viruses on the earthly world. I could speak to chicken pox. I could speak to cancer. I could speak to a bacteria, to viruses. And it was, if I was in that position, in the kingdom, and I had grown up and been tutored by this governor, and I was had the nature that I was supposed to have, I could step into that place, and I could tell a virus, be gone and die. And because the spirit was given rulership, authority, and power over the earthly world, everything on it, I had to learn how to speak to viruses in people's dirt. And it had to obey me. So the spirit being with this governor, the kingdom, had power. Have any of you ever spoken to lightning? Told it, nope. Talked to a tornado? Ever told a demonic spirit? Out? Have you ever had to push death back? That's in the ICU. Have you ever had to tell death you cannot have this child? Have you ever spoken to angels of God and put them around as protection? We had to learn. We were given a governor. And that was the job. To teach us that we had the same power that our creator had, the one. So to help you learn what kind of power and who you are, you study the one. Because we're a copy of him. At least we were in the beginning. We were baby copies. And the governor that was there was to help us to grow up into the fullness. And yes, we were children of the one. And yes, we were to grow up and be just like him. With all authority and all power. We also had authority. What does that mean? That means the legal right to do things because there is legal and illegal we'll use a business if you go and want to do a business the government down here says you got to get licensed you have to pay your taxes have certain kind of employees that's you're doing business through authority of the government you're doing it legally now you can still do government excuse me you can still do business and not even go through the government. 
And you can use your authority. We know a lot of drug cartels and a lot of people use authority because you can beat submission into people. You can threaten them with silver or lead. It's like, do you want money or bullet? We can blackmail people, so we can use authority and power to get people to do things. But it's illegal power. But it's still power. So, also, we had rulership. What does that mean? We ruled. What? We're supposed to be ruling planet Earth. We're supposed to be ruling the system within us. We're supposed to solve problems. We are supposed to care and be a shepherd of people, resources. We're supposed to be in a spiritual relationship with planet Earth. It is here to uh, help us. It doesn't like what we're doing. You can see it every day. The Earth is responding back to us. And it's trying to get, just like in our body, when there is an infection, our antibodies go to work to try to kill it. Well, what do you think the Earth is doing? When cliffs crash down on people, floods happen. It's trying to wash away some infection, bad stuff that is on it. Fires come. It's trying to, it's like radiation. It is sending out fire to kill the stuff that's hurting it. Tornadoes come. It's trying to give you, don't mess with me. It was given a power. And all of creation is sitting here groaning under Satan and the soul and that corrupt, icky nature. Nature does not pollute itself. So when it responds back to us in our satanic nature, selfishness and greed, people die. And it seems strange, but death has a right to take things that break the law. There are rules down here. You break the laws when you eat, you have consequences. You break the laws and you speed and drink and do drugs, you kill somebody. Death is there. It does not care who it takes. And everybody wonders, why would a loving God allow this to happen? Because he set rules for our protection. And he has warned us. He gives us police and officers. And don't get mad at them. They didn't write the law. The people in the government wrote the law. Because they are tasked with the responsibility of caring for people. It's just that the policemen are the enforcers. There's a system down here. But our old, our nature that fell from the high place of the kingdom took on another nature, another culture, another governor and essence. And it does what we see it doing now. So we were supposed to have power. Now in the occult world, they do have power. They're just using things from Satan. Some of them know it. Some of them don't know it. 
They have authority over businesses, people, politicians. Some of you are asking what in the world is going on with some of these people. Why do they get off? Why does there seem to be a double standard for the legal system? They got authority and power in a world that you don't know anything about. Rulership. What's going on? What do you rule? Can you go and talk to a king, a prince of another country? Could you talk king talk? I just got a partner on the Gopi Love Ministries, Crown Prince. Well, their country's not doing too good. The head guy, he's having a lot of family problems. So I know why I was brought in. Because the son loves the father. Now this is all done in the spirit realm in the garden. You first start there with people. And you don't offend, you, you talk, and you just love people. And people that have problems that God wants to solve will be brought to you. But you first have to have your kingdom within you. You have to be a good, law-abiding citizen to the government, to this kingdom that's not on planet Earth, extraterrestrial. You have to have the governor back inside of you, teaching you, talking to you, relaying information from the big guy that came. You have to have changed your old culture and nature from what the world and people and Satan had trained you, taught you, uh, what you believe, what you think. You have to think completely differently in your soul. Now there's some great teaching about that this system, when it fell, there was no fixing it. It was so bad so corrupt, so evil, so dark, there was no fixing it. So broken and wounded, you cannot put it back together. And the only healing that the one designed for it was it had to all die. The spirit had to die, the soul had to die, the physical body had to die. That was the healing. Oh, you want to know if you die, then how can you live? Because in the mind of the one, he made a way. Something's going to have to be punished here. Something's got to pay the, con the full consequences for what this first guy did, Adam. So, the story goes, one of his, his only son said, I'll go. I don't know what they're doing. They're in so much darkness and blind. They have no clue. But you love that species. You love them so much. But we can't fix them. They're too messed up. That's the way they are. But I'll make all things new. I'll die. You put them all in me. I'll take them all with me. And we'll all die together. And then they can walk on my back. I'll lay on the bob wire. I'll take the grenade for them. I'll take the shot for them. So they can come back to you and be back in the kingdom. Because they can't do it. In the condition they're in, 
can't fix that. And the only solution is death. Everything, every three parts has to die. And then we make it all new. And from that new place, we start all over again. We put the governor back in, a new spirit. We put the government back in, same government, same governor. We start over. We start teaching. We start being a tutor to the new. We bring the culture back, the nature back. We start over. And we start working. So that's what happened. We give them back their power, their authority, their rulership. Put the crown back on their head as a spiritual being. Now they're still babies. They need lots of teaching. They need to learn a lot about a kingdom and being a king. They need to learn how to rule and reign in righteousness. They need to learn how to be shepherds. They need to learn to care for their people and their resources and planet Earth. They need to learn about their power and authority over the Earth. And they'll take many tests. And they'll be in school for the rest of whenever. Many, many tests. And they'll be challenged. But this time, they'll hold, sort of. Some hold, some don't hold. And then a lot of people wonder why. They don't have any blessings and good things. Well, it's because some of them are, they haven't got the new nature yet. Some of them have the new nature, but they're choosing to follow the old nature. They're still, in their minds, they're still got the old culture, the old nature, and they don't want to die. And because they want to hang on to the past or their ancestors or they don't want anybody to tell them what to do. So that part of them is not dead yet. But the kingdom within brings a government. It brings a governor. brings a teacher who's a teacher. brings a culture with it of that kingdom. brings the nature, the character, all the things that you would say, Ah, oh, I see you are from Japan. You wear, you eat this kind of food. You speak that language. Oh, you dress in that manner. We recognize people by their culture and their nature and their language. Oh, power comes back. Power of what? Power to control yourself. Power to make good decisions, to follow the law, to stop at a stop sign, to make that choice, not to run it. You're given the power back to make the free choices. And a lot of us will we'll get a little feeling, we'll get a little thought like, I don't think I should do something. We kind of call it different things. That is your spirit voice talking to you, telling you what to do, trying to guide your soul and your physical body to do something that's correct so you won't suffer the consequences. We get our authority back. So now, once you grow up, you're no longer a child. Sort of like, once you grow up, pass your test to drive a car, go through the year of having a permit, you are released to drive the car. But usually you don't know enough yet, so you make a lot of mistakes. 
but you get the authority, the legal authority to do that. Then you'll have rulership. Rulership is one of the hardest things to do because it requires you as a new creature to be a righteous ruler. You can have authority even now over nations and people and be icky, be totally corrupt, mean, doing bad things to your own family, lying, cheating, stealing, spending the money, robbing the nation of its resources. But being a righteous ruler is hard. You don't get to make many mistakes. You have to be a shepherd that cares for the people. You've got to fight lions and tigers and bears for them. And but they aren't your people. And a lot of the earthly kings think that their land, that they're king over, is theirs. Don't think so. They didn't create it. Didn't they? Didn't speak and create one part of dust. They didn't even make the oil. You know where the oil comes from? The lovely dinosaurs and ancient plants and stuff. They didn't create the dinosaurs. Water. They didn't create that. But they think they did. They think they own it. No, they don't. Only a rightful spiritual king under the spiritual kingdom, under that governor, he, I don't even own it. It's given to me, the whole earth, to shepherd it, manage it, rule it, but I don't own it. The one owns it. But he's lent it out to me to manage. It's like if you are a shepherd, and you are watching your father's sheep in a field. You don't own the sheep, but you better be a good manager. You better make sure the lions and the bears don't come get the little ones. And you take them to clean water and green pastures. Because you're going to be held accountable by your father for what you did with his sheep. What lands you took them to. So rulership is very difficult. It requires a complete change of nature and culture and to be under a higher authority that is kind and wonderful. Your choices are either the big guy, the one upstairs that's full of love, joy, peace, and mercy, or the other guy, Satan, that's full of, we see it all the time, evil, wickedness, control, uh, ugliness, corruption, stealing. Those are your own too. You could still be have power, authority, and rulership, but I can tell you this. I have authority over every king, every empire that's here on planet Earth. Because my authority is for a spiritual kingdom from the one who created the planet Earth. Now, I don't walk in that way. I walk in to help them, to teach them. And I have to remind them the great responsibilities. If you go to my new section on the web page called the royal partners you will read what is required of a royal they have been required of this since ancient of days they must go into battle and they will have to die for their people and they must bring their wealth and their treasures but it's not their land they are only shepherds managers of somebody else's property and they will be held accountable for what they did with the people, what they did with the money, what they did with the resources. If I needed to, I could speak to the oil anywhere and move it. Because the oil was a living creature. Oil will obey. 
So when you get in a spiritual place with this kingdom and the one, you got some power and authority and rulership. You have to be very careful. You read a lot about the people. They get there, and their character and their culture with inside of them, their government system inside cannot hold under the pressure. Pride is there. Money is there. The ability to tell people what to do, what to, how to do it. Uh, complete control is there of nations and money. And if your character and your government inside is not correct, you will mismanage a precious gift that was given you, and it will be reflected in your family, in your justice system, how you treat everybody, where you give the thanks to, whether your country is blessed. So it's very, very, very serious to have power, authority, and rulership. But every spirit being has it. Some use it for good. Some use it for bad. Some serve the one. Some serve Satan. We have these two competing governments down here, two competing kingdoms, two competing systems. Sometimes in the Bible, they talk about the wheat and the tares. They look the same, but they're totally different. And everybody's asking, what's going on? What's happening? We have a clash of kingdoms. One of the great movies, there's several great movies you can watch, Lord of the Rings, Chronicles of Narnia. Just watch one, uh, Jupiter is Rising. Uh, there's some other ones. We can watch all the World War II movies, World War I, how nations clash for control and power of people and resources and get to glory. It's not anything new. Ancient civilizations did the same thing. Why? Because when you have in you the desire to be a ruler, have power and authority, you want it. Nothing wrong with that. It's how you get it. And what do you do with it? And what's the purpose for it? Some people just want it so they feel like I own something. Or I'm the boss. Or I finally, they'll give me all the respect. It's sort of a lust. A lust. I'm going to write a great thing on human and sexual trafficking about the fires of lust. It's this desire to have and covet and desire. It won't go away. And even if you get it, we see in a lot of world wars, I want more. I want more land, more people, more territory, more, more, more. I want what belongs to your country. I want belongs. I want your paintings. I want your gold. I want this. Oh, I want the gold out of your teeth. I want the skin off of you to make things with. I want more. I want, I want, I want. I'm not satisfied. That's called the fires of lust, which basically is the satanic nature. And it comes, that's the kingdom, within. And you can never put it out. Everything has to die. So today's teaching, I wanted you to see a little bit more about the kingdom within. That it has, one, a government. Two, it has a governor and a, who's a teacher. Three, it has a culture and a nature. Four, it has power, authority, and rulership. So you have to learn government within 
and then the government on the world. But how it works is the government within you is what rules, governments, the people out here in the world. And you can tell what kind of government you have, what kind of character and culture and nature you have within and how you treat people, how you treat the planet, how you treat the resources, how you treat your family, you can tell. You can tell whether your spirit has, is new and the old thing is dead and you're now living out of that new nature of the one. You're following the governor or you're still living out of, the, or you could be living out of your old soul in its old nature and it won't die. So you can locate how where people are. You can see it's real easy once you get teaching at it. And then you have to know what the solution is. And the higher power, the one, always starts deep on the inside first with the spirit being. Draws it, talks to it, loves on it, takes it to the garden. I just took a bunch of kids, up to, uh, people from the Arab countries. We went up to the throne, which is also on the website under story time. And they discovered the great throne. Can you go there? Yeah. Even Satan can go to the throne. He's not barred from it yet. Anybody can go there. Look around. It's a spiritual place. We're in the garden right now. There's a lot of living creatures. And if you look, you'll see them. They'll smile at you and talk. And they're listening and they're learning. Because you have to have information. In order to make a free will decision on what you want to be, what kind of government you want inside of you, what kind of governor and teacher you want to have teaching you, what kind of culture and nature you want your spirit to be. And do you want righteous power, righteous authority, and be a righteous ruler? But you have to learn those. Or do you want to be the unrighteous one? And you can't make that decision until you have some contrasting things. So I take a lot of people to the throne, and they meet the one. And they see that that world is real. They have a, ask a lot of questions. Then they can come back and their spirits can make a choice. And then we go from there. And that's a powerful world. But that's sort of what Pastor Deborah does. And in the meantime, I'm trying to hold things together out here. And I get attacked a lot and I have to tell the the, the weather and the earth is really a neutral place, but it does have power. And you just saw it. Cliffs collapse on people. Waves come in. Tsunamis come in. Fires, floods. Pours down rain. The earth is trying to get rid of infections, diseases, bacteria, which happens to be the nature of human beings. Too much blood being spilled. Too much hate. Too much ick. God gave the earth a lot of power to protect itself. It will rise up and kill you. And it has a legal right to do that. So watch out. When sharks are biting you, alligators are eating you, they have the legal right to do that. You leave kids on cars, forget about them. You ain't thinking. Hurting people, killing babies. Because you don't want your sin to be known. You don't want to take birth control. It's real easy. 
If you want help, plenty of help. Mary Sword out there. No excuse. But most people don't want pain. They don't want to change. They want to stay where they are. But I don't want anybody to tell them what to do. So, God gave the earth. God's watching. The one's watching the earth. And if he sees an infection, a disease, something that will, he'll wash it away. He'll speak and it'll be done. So you better pay attention. Get yourself together. Learn about the kingdom. I'll help you make that choice. Then you have to learn. A lot of school, a lot of school. I'm going to be developing and hopefully getting it real soon. It's called the Spiritual Care University. The Internationals. Spiritual Care University, something like that. And it's going to talk about spiritual care for the spirit and how it gets healed and how it can solve problems that need to be a part of the treatment team. And it needs to be included at every table. I don't care if it's a business table, a banking table, the king's inner court, the consul. It needs to be there. And the other side, the 13, they all have some spiritual people sitting right there at the table. Because the spiritual part is the one that's really ruling. They just have to rule through a human spirit. That's all. So hopefully you'll begin to learn and maybe take the classes free. Doesn't cost you anything. And I'll teach you through some concepts and ideas about spiritual care for helping the wounded people, the abused. So this is Pastor Deborah with Godly Love. Love is here. Website is www.godlyloveishere.org. You can also go to the YouTube channel and see a lot of this and subscribe. It's called The Hidden Kingdoms. They, also, you can email me at Pastor Deborah at agapeloveishere.org. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn on Pastor Deborah Schleich. Agape Love, Love is Here also has a profile, so you can see it there. Please contact me, email me any questions. I'd be glad to help you. Hope to get this up within the next few days. I have to go off now to the flea market and do some ministry. So, love you. Think, ponder, do research, check things out for yourself, read ancient books, ask a lot of people a lot of questions, gather information, be a good student so you can. Make the decision for yourself. And this is just talking about the kingdom within. Thank you very much again for coming and listening. I hope I didn't go too long. I'm trying to get better at this and look at you through the camera and be in the guard than be a teacher. It's a little difficult at my age. But I think I'm getting a little better. At least I'm not looking down. So, God bless you. Have a great day, and I'll see you next time. And please, for a few minutes, just look at the uh, whiteboard and think and ponder.